The meek shall not inherit the win at this location. Expect this to be a ruthless and bruising encounter. And now there's everybody involved in this one down there. What a weekend for Coca-Cola Racing and Will Brown makes it two victories in Tasmania. Sun is setting on what has been a chilly but entertaining weekend at Simmons Plains, the Ned Whiskey Tasmanian Super Sprint. You've got Chad Nailon and James Pavey talking you through this one. And uh, James, wow, what a defining moment this weekend has turned out to be in terms of the championship. We really know now who the form team is in 2023, and it's definitely a new name at the front. Their cars are red and black, bit of white there as well. A famous old brand, but two young drivers. And it's something that Supercars is really excited about a lot of people as well to see two young guys like Will Brown and Brody Kasekin getting the job done. But Will Brown, two wins this weekend. Very impressive. Absolutely. So if you're new to the shit cool down lap, it's going to be a very cool cool down lap tonight. We walk around the back of the pits, off the back of the racing. We've just had the podium. I even saw Matt Nolte, the podium guy, walking past us on his way back. So we're going to try and find a few teams, find out what the gossip is. We're standing at the back of Cool Drive right now, which is where we start most of these chats. And they've had a little bit of a rough day today, and unfortunately uh, they had a slow pit stop as well in the, uh, the second race. So I don't think it's an overly happy team down here. Having said that, I might try and quickly duck in for a quick word with uh, the team. Actually, Todd's just ducked out of the, uh, Todd's ducked out of the race truck at the moment, and they're already beginning the pack down. I thought I saw Tim Blanchard in there for a moment. So why don't we start next door? Because we've got New Lawn Racing, and they have been... Uh, quite fast, didn't end the way that they would have wanted with engine drama's Tim Slade's car, but they brought home some serious points this weekend. Impressive pace, I think that that's the thing they should be proud of, but I think we're into the part of the season now where teams are really wanting to get results. I think these guys have been saying along the way, we want to get results, we want to get podiums, and they've proven yep. they've got the pace, but they need some more luck. Yeah, they do need a bit more luck, so let's find out exactly what did happen to Tim's car uh, towards the end of that one. He's a uh, currently surrounded by crew members and everyone's having a look. Timmy, sorry guys, we're on the podcast, I just want to quickly say well done for a great drive this weekend first of all, unlucky it didn't end up the way you wanted, any idea why your car was making horrible noises in that race? <laughs> oh, I don't know, um, yeah, failure of uh, some description but I'm, I'm not really sure, we just, um, yeah, after the stop, uh, first up all good and then went down to the hairpin and um, yeah, it sort of... I, th- I think the, the rear wheel was locking on, on uh, our own fluid, um, coolant or water, whatever we, we got in there. Uh, and I think Cam actually speared off behind me. Noticed a bit of water on the windscreen, had it, like, smelt it and kind of thought this isn't, isn't very good. And then, yeah, it uh, sounded pretty horrible and then dropped a lot of power. So, yeah, unfortunate way to, to finish a weekend. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, we can be uh, pretty happy... As a whole, um, as, as a team, lots of positives to take out of it. So, yeah, obviously move on to the next one and, and keep trying to trying to move forwards. Well, Tim, that's a good thing you say that. It's good to be happy because running in the top five is no fluke and you were running in the top five. So can you sort of talk us through what you expect for Darwin because it's a different track, different conditions, but your cars are fast. Yeah. Um, I never like to go into weekends with too high expectation because stuff like this happens. <laughs> but um, I, I think, yeah, like, like you said, the cars have been... More often than not, they've been pretty fast. It's just been a matter of, you know, us putting it all together and, and maximising. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, we're obviously just hope for, for more of the same in, in Darwin. Everyone's here to win, but, yeah, you've got to, I guess, be realistic about it all. And where we're at as a team, it's only the second year. So, um, yeah, we'll just keep, keep working hard. Nice work. Thank you, Tim. Uh, did a nice job this weekend, as did Jimmy Golding. 
And looking forward to the next round in Darwin, particularly for this team, because uh, the team boss is going to be competing for his third straight Australian Top Fuel Championship as well. Yes. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. Busy boys down here. Not bad. We actually have quite a few team bosses that race up and down pit lane. You've got Jamie Winkup, you've got Tim Blanchard, obviously still very active in a race car, probably going to be racing at Bathurst this year. Uh, Pete Shibber is obviously one of those names. Cam Hill, actually, we're just out the back of the Truck Assist team, and he is a team owner in Formula Ford. And uh, did a nice job over there with his Formula Ford kids. But how about the job that he did in this car this weekend? Quite remarkable. And you think, look at it this way, 11th in that last race. I reckon he's got fair reason to be disappointed about that because of how fast those cars were. But he would have learned so much. Let's not forget he's a rookie. We can't expect too much of these young guys. But on the other side of the garage as well, Jack LeBrock fifth. Really, really impressive from these guys. They always go well here. But they did deliver. Absolutely. So we're going to get into this a bit early today, actually, because uh, we're at the back of... Uh, truck assist racing and i wanted to highlight this team for our chic hydro three key moments of the weekend and i'm going to take us back to saturday action and it maybe went a little bit under the radar but i saw this team taking a team photo with cam around that car because that was his first career top 10 in supercars and that was a very special moment and it seemed to only get faster from there He's a great guy as well. I think, yeah uh, you know we talk about the, the cars and the the personalities and things but um when we get to the human side of it, Cam's a really good person and he, he's always willing to talk to media as well. And I think uh, the media bloke just tried to yeah, get Slade, him as well. But, um, Slade Parents has just gone sprinting <laughs> off to the back of the truck to see if he might be able to find him. He's got the whole family here. He actually had his family running his Formula Ford race team for him this weekend. Uh, Jack's got his family here as well. I mean, for Jack, he didn't work out so much in terms of the race results, but, man, that guy can qualify a car around Simmons Plains. And like we just said to Tim Slade as well, running in the top five in supercars shouldn't seem like a fluke to some teams. Like, of course, Matt Stone Racing has always had pretty good form here, but you've got to stay there as well. Jacks did stay there. Cam was in and around the top ten as well, so they'll have some lessons to learn from this weekend, but obviously some confidence to take Darwin as well. Yeah, so while we uh, wait to see if Cam's going to pop out, who are the other two then that we're going to lay down in our Chic Hydro 3 key moments of the weekend. Oh, before we get into that, Chad, oh, we're going to bloke here. Oh, here we go. Got Jack LeBrock. Jack LeBrock. Oh, we might be going okay, out for mate. a chat with uh, Rihanna Crean for the TV oh, yes. team, I'd say. <laughs> That's right. He's got a very big smile on his face as well. So I'm going to put Jack's efforts up there as well with uh, with Cam for our first one and, and truck assist racing. Uh, race two of the weekend, fairly dramatic opening lap. Yes, and, and not far from where we are right now, Chad. Uh, I True. I was, our supercars truck where we work out of on the weekends at the other end of pit lane and I was running like a madman trying to see what happened because Shane Van Gisbergen never crashes often. He crashed today. It's his first DNF since Townsville 2020. And that's some hell of a streak. 83 races, but that's my moment today because you just don't see that very often. Yeah, and the absolutely. way that Triple Eight obviously fixed that car was also very impressive. But yeah, just interesting interesting weekend for Shane. Yeah, so seemed to make up a whole bunch of points yesterday when the, the cards played his way and then Sort of gave it all back by the, uh, that second race today, but the team did an amazing job to even get him back and finish top five in that third race. Uh, final of the three moments, I think maybe just the chaos at turn four. We saw it particularly yesterday. Brock Feeney caught up, Chaz Mostert caught up down there. Brody Kostecki lost a chunk of points. It seemed like the old turn four hairpin still got its style. We've been coming here for 50 years. This was the 50th championship round here, and that, this track delivers, but that corner itself, it's so unique to supercars and racing in general. But so many big names, like you said, Kostecki, Damage, out of action, lost at DNF, first DNF for two years. It catches yeah. big names out this track, and that corner especially. Yeah, only like his second DNF at Walkinshaw and Trinity United and all that time. Uh, let's go into Brad Jones Racing then, shall we? I think Cameron's uh, still needing a little bit of time to get changed, so we'll dive in here. I can see Phil Keed hanging out at the front of car 14. He's the engineer for Bryce Forward. 
and uh, Bryce has been showing some promising speed in these Gen 3 cars. So let's go and chat to the man who engineers that car. Sorry to interrupt, guys. We're just doing the, uh, the podcast at the moment. Philip, it's been way too long since I've had a chat with you. So I wanted to come down and say good day and uh, inquire as to how Bryce's weekend went. Yeah, a bit up and down, but uh, finished really well. Today, qualified really well for us. We, you know, sort of right in our target thing. Um, race two, not so good, but race three, we had a, some electrical problems. Race three, he raced really well into 10th. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really happy there. Much more, much better pace. Leave with some confidence. He's going to be a busy boy in a few weeks in Darwin. You've worked with Bryce for a while, and I remember I spoke to you in Albert Park, and you were just enjoying working with Bryce, but you mightn't get much, too much time with him in Darwin. He's going to be everyone's favourite mate. Yeah, I think so. He's a bit of a bit of a local local hero there. So, um, no, I'm going to stay after for a little bit, and hopefully we'll we'll get to hang out for a few days up in uh, up in Darwin. So get out of the cold. Yeah, do sure, right. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Andre Heimgart, a nice weekend. Thank you, Phil. We'll let him get back to doing his thing. Uh, we'll pop back out the back here, Paves, and we'll see. I saw Andre Heimgart in a duck in for a, a wee moment. He picked up a third yesterday. Here he is, Andre. We're doing the podcast, brother. We've got a bit of music blazing here. Can we get a quick word outside? I know it's a little bit freezing out there, but I just wanted to say well done on the results yesterday. Um, you mentioned uh, something at the press conference about losing your way a little bit at the Grand Prix in terms of setup, and I was just curious as to what that is with these new cars. Like, how much can you change in these things to get lost like that? Uh, yeah, a lot. There's millions of different combinations. So, yeah, we hit it a bit more on the head this weekend. Obviously, in qualifying today, wasn't wasn't uh, where it needed to be, but the race pace was extremely strong. We're you know, as fast as the leaders both races, so that was solid. You seem to be involved in uh, a few things out there. Turn one, two, three in particular wasn't your friend in that final race today. Yeah, it's bloody a uh, few people racing, you know, bloody hard. Even though there's only thirty, well, you know, thirty laps to go, so it's a bit unfortunate. Um, but hey, that's what happens when you qualify down the back. And um, yeah, a few people we know race pretty hard and <laughs> aren't very forgiving. So uh, yeah, we just have to put our head forward. The main thing from this weekend is we. We um, found a lot of speed in the cars, found the direction we wanted to go, so it's exciting for the rest of the year and the, the rest of the rounds, and especially Darwin, we went well there last year, and I think we got some good things to test in a couple of weeks, so it's all heading in the right direction. Andre, I guess we've got to again bring up 100 rounds. Um, how would you grade your 100th round out of 10? <laughs> the start of it was pretty good, and then today, uh, the first race was really good. We, we got turned around at the start, and then um, we're eight seconds off the back, and then came 12th, so it's a good uh, passing and all that sort of stuff, but um, yeah, last race was the, the disappointing one, so I'd say not, not great, but not, uh, not terrible as well. Anytime you get a trophy is always good. See you in Darwin. Cheers, thank you. Thank you, Andre. Thanks for popping up for the chat. Brad Jones Racing, uh, never too far away from a podium or a race win at any given moment, that team, particularly uh, as we know when we change cars. Uh, we are at the back of Team 18. Mixed fortunes for this team this weekend, particularly Scott Pye. So yesterday top five and seem to have done it with a really early pit stop and just held onto their tyres that whole race. Today, not so much luck for that team, but um, your thoughts on how Team 18 progressed throughout the course of the weekend, James? Topsy-turvy. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, converging or diverging strategies, sorry, mm-hmm. with how you can run your tyres. But again, Scott Pye, 25th in qualifying at some stage this weekend. You you learn on the run if you can run in clean air or not, but the draft is so important here and getting a toe. But Frosty, your top 10 this last race, very impressive. All right, I can see Charlie Schwerkolt kicking around as well. And Frosty's in here as well, apparently, so we, uh, we might be able to pull our luck here. Walk around the back, see what we can find. We're having a bit, of a, a bit of a chat. Hey, guys, we're on the podcast. Hey, Charlie, how you doing? Good, good, to good, good, who, who can I talk to? Garth's in a holding padding at the moment. So we might see if I can say good day to Mike real quick. 
Hey, TV cameras aren't here yet, Garth, so I'm just going to pop in and make it nice and quick. Uh, thoughts on your weekend in Tassie, Mark? Uh, yeah, not up and down, really, but um, we finished, yeah, with our best result for the weekend, so uh, car's relatively straight. Um, so, yeah, we've got work to do, but at the same time, uh, you know, P8 in that one. It's a battle out there. It's, a, it's definitely a battle, so, um, yeah, work to do, but, uh, yeah, P8's... Uh, better than what we've done a weekend, so finish on a high. Been a lot of chat about some of the uh, the young guys coming into the category, doing very nicely. Guys who've come through the, the Dunlop series, even had Formula Ford racing here this weekend. It's cool to see that there's some really fast young guys coming through the system. Uh, no, it's not. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not really, is it? Agar, all these young blokes coming through. How good it is that they're fast. It's not really that good at all. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, it is good. It's um, good to see Formula Ford back. You know, that's what... Uh, you know, I remember back in the day, you'd come out and watch Formula Fords, and um, uh, you know, this weekend was the same. So I think you know, Formula Ford is such an important category that got forgotten there for a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and to see it back was nice, and hopefully there's a few more. You know, I think Formula Ford's such a yeah key role. Uh, quickly, I've heard some teams testing between now and Darwin. You guys going to be out there at Winton pounding out some laps, or not sure yet? Uh, no, but um, we'll regroup at the workshop and. Uh, thaw out and then we'll go to Darwin. Amen to that. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Garth. Thank you, Charlie. It's all very formal down here. Okay, I'll speak to Charlie. So, Charlie, your thoughts from uh, beautiful Tasmania. Did you found it? Have you found a good bite to eat here in Tasmania? You never find a bad meal in Tassie. No, the meals are great. Yes. Very cold, way too cold. So I can't wait to get to Darwin and, uh, and that'll be really good. So excited. Excellent. Anything else you need to talk about? No, not really, mate. A little bit of an up and down weekend and... Uh, yeah, we'll have a look at what we can do and get them up there. I think they were good in the end, and, yeah, it took a long time to get them there. So, yeah, a little frustrating, but uh, no, we'll get it back. You're a good team in Darwin, so onwards and upwards. That's it. Cheers. Thanks, mate. All right, thank you very much. Team 18. Uh, and a little bit of work to do, like Charlie Schreckold said, no test day on the horizon. So, hopefully, uh, for their sake, they've got to find a little bit more speed over in Darwin. And uh, good to see that Mark Witterbottom's keeping an eye on uh, some of the younger guys that are coming through the system as well. All right, we're about halfway through our, uh, our pit walk off the back of a big three days of racing. It's kind of three days of racing with some of the support categories that were here this weekend. Ned Whiskey, Tasmania Super Sprint. We'll grab a quick break and we'll uh, be talking to some of the winning teams on the other side of this. Experience a close shave and no more sensitive skin with Schick. Schick Hydro Sensitive with Shock Absorb Technology helps to protect sensitive skin from irritation. Available at all major supermarkets. All right, we're back. This is the Schick Cooldown Lap, and uh, we are out the back of a team, James, that went all right this week. Chad, uh, Erebus, they're well known for engineering good race cars, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, they'll need to engineer a bigger traffic cabinet. <laughs> I think you're right. They, they, just, they just can't stop. And, you know, you talk about the great teams in history that are consistent, and these guys are looking at a history trend like that where it comes to consistency. Fast everywhere. Four very different tracks. Fast everywhere. Trophies everywhere. Yeah, they have done such a good job. So let's just quickly recap exactly how they went this weekend. Brody Kostecki had excellent one-car pace and took out one lap pace, I should say, and took out quite a few of the pole awards. Will Brown won the first and third of the races with Brock Feeney splitting that middle race. So very nice job. And I think we might be able to try and catch the guys uh, ducking out with their suitcases out the back here. Uh, Brody, hello, mate. Quick word before you duck off to the airport. You've literally got your suitcase. We're on the uh, ship cooldown lap. I wanted to say well done to you, mate. You continue the, the form that you're in. You're taking the orange numbers out of here. Uh, how's, how's life for you at the minute? Yeah, it's pretty great at the moment. Um, yeah, it's great that we can go to each track and know that the car's going to be there straight away. So it's just a 
yeah, awesome for the whole team. And, um, yeah, we've been collecting some trophies this year, so hopefully, you know, we keep it up. Brody, all four tracks we've been to this year have been all different again, but we look at Darwin again, very different. So what do you guys expect there? Nothing short of podium, surely. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we're aiming pretty high now, um, every track that we go to. We were not stressed going into this track, but knew that we'd have to, you know, work a bit harder to, you know, make sure the car was right. And, um, yeah, that, that work paid off because, you know, we were, you know, two poles today. We all got a win and, and um, yeah, car speed was awesome. Can you sort of detail what it's been like adjusting expectations round to round? Because starting the year, no one knew anything about these cars. Round to round, you guys are just becoming more and more the hunted. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's a great thing. And, um, yeah, the team's been, you know, performing really well under pressure as well. And pit stops have been fantastic and cars have been running flawlessly. So, um, yeah, it's been great to see. And, you know, I had a pretty bad day yesterday and the team, you know, did awesome to get me back out there to get some points. Hey, any idea what happened with those tyres in that second run in the second race today, the thing was almost in reverse at one point. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened there. I was slower after the pit stop, which is um, you know pretty um, pretty not usual. So, yeah, we'll have to go back look you know and look through it. You know, it was a pretty easy second place up until then. So, um, had to work pretty hard and obviously had a you know pretty big battle there with Shane, you know, which was cool and all. But um, yeah, it was a bit sort of um, yeah a bit strange uh, from the driver's point of view coming out and obviously having having a slower car prior, prior to pitting. All right. Well done, mate. Either way, you've got the orange numbers on your door and uh, you look like a man with a lot of confidence. I'll see if I can quickly get Will for the podcast before he ducks off. He's got his hoodie on, he's got his backpack on, he's got uh, his suitcase in his hand, he's chatting with the team. Guys, just wanted to say on the podcast, mate, well done for all your efforts this weekend. You're leaving Tassie with a big grin on your face? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was an awesome weekend. Uh, can't be unhappy with that, that's for sure. Everyone at, uh, at Erebus is stoked and uh, it was great to have Betty and Daniel here this weekend to see it as well. So, yeah, just excited to roll on to the next one. Will, four rounds, three wins. Does that, what expectations did you start the year with? Do you expect to get some sort of performance this year? But can you detail what it feels like to have three wins this so early on? Yeah, I like to be a bit of a realist and, uh, and you know, think about it in a way that, you know, you're, you're never really sure what's going to happen. You're going into a whole new car. You're not sure if you're going to perform, the team is or whatever. But um, I knew the team would do a really good job coming into the Gen 3. Tom and George have done a fantastic job. And uh, I guess I thought, you know, driving a lot of cars, I should be able to adapt to these. So I was hoping we'd be sort of in that top five a lot. But to have this many wins and podiums and that, it's fantastic. Can you sort of tell us what you had for breakfast this morning? Because that's, <laughs> that's one of the best starts I've ever seen that last race. Bacon and egg roll with cheese on it and barbecue sauce. <laughs> All right, mate, we'll let you get your plane. Thank you, brother. And uh, we, we've literally grabbed them walking out of the transport yeah. to try and get to the high car and get back to the airport. We so. talk about pack-up Grand Prix. That's, that's, a, that's an airport <laughs> exactly. Grand Prix. Thank you, boys, for uh, stopping for a chat with us just then because uh, they were clearly in a bit of a rush to get out of here. We're just walking past the Penrite Racing Garages right now. They had the, uh, the TV set up in here this week. Yeah, a couple of busy boys. Obviously, Ned Whiskey's on board with this team, and yep. the cars are really well presented. But again, a mixed weekend for these guys. Obviously, Dave was caught up. Dave Reynolds was caught up in the incident, say, with Shane. Obviously, Shane was out of the race. Dave picked up a bit of a puncture, and unfortunately, they couldn't get performance out. But um, a mixed weekend for these guys. Yeah, I can see, because they've, uh, they've taken all the, the awnings down. I can see Chaz Mostert on his way out. So we might quickly run over and see if we can get a quick word with Chazzy. Uh, he's having a chat uh, with the team at the moment. Pardon my interruption, gentlemen. I wanted to quickly say good day to Chaz on the podcast. I haven't seen you all weekend, actually. Um, yes, Chad, you just talked to me when I'm going well. No, I also <laughs> talked to you when you're giving out cake as well. What, what flavour was Nick Perkat's birthday cake today? It wasn't my cake, so um, <laughs> I'm not too sure. No, I didn't have any yet. I had plenty of dim sims, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on the weekend, man? Yeah, pretty... Well, look, it, this, this weekend definitely hurts, for sure. Uh, Friday, um, getting turned around, um, and obviously a DNF is, is very disappointing. Um, lost some points to the championship lead as well. 
Uh, but yeah, our, our story was just qualifying speed this weekend. We just weren't there and showed two races. We had pretty good race speed, but um, just starting way too far back. I guess a benefit for you guys last year, a very memorable day winning that Darwin race. That's where we're going next, so you must be pretty pumped to get back there. Not really, because anything different, you know, we have a completely different car, so form guide means nothing. We just, we've got a test day after this. We've got a lot of things we want to keep trying. I, I don't think maybe our lead into this year, we've got a heap of laps done with the cars. We're trying to work out things, so exciting the cars running without fault now, and we can really hammer down this next test day and see if we can learn something. Thank you, Chaz. Hey, did you enjoy watching Formula Ford this week? Yeah, it's so good to have him back on the, the calendar. I think anyone that's um, raced Formula Ford knows how good a stepping stone that is to this category. Um, you learn so much race car craft coming from carts or any other cars into that category, and it's spectacular to watch out there. Um, obviously, a little bit disappointing to watch, you know, a few safety cars and, and some accidents out there, but look, they were the best, best years, and I, I wouldn't be here today without that category and getting noticed on the fence. It's guys like Nick Perkat, so please, Supercars, sign them up for all their, their rounds and let's get them on the, the bill because we need to see where these young talents are coming from and it's sometimes a bit hard in other categories. Yeah, nice. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Chaz Mostert with uh, a few thoughts on one of the great categories of uh, Aussie motor racing and he seriously put on a show this week at Formula Ford. It was chaos. I was calling that action with Garth Tander. Could not draw a breath. Yeah. You were smiling a lot in the commentary box, just oh, having fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Tickford, uh, now let's chat about how they fared this weekend. Declan Fraser, a little bit unlucky, uh, got turned around in that final race today and picked up some suspension damage on lap one in the first race today. So poor Deck is having a bit of a tough time stepping up from the Dunlop series. Uh, his teammate, though, Tom Randall, showed some pretty promising speed this weekend. Probably a bit unlucky to get late damage on the, uh, the first of the Sunday races. Yeah, I think it's... Similar story for Tickford across the first few rounds of the year where there's some pretty impressive pace, but they just haven't really been able to deliver in the races. So we've got James Courtney here. We do have James Courtney. He's uh, mate. like everyone else just trying to get to the airport, but we're going to doorstop him anyway and say, uh, how did you find this week with Matt Nolte? Oh, commentary. Yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> my, fun stuff. That's my one positive. That yeah. and practice one. Um, no, it was good. It was a good race this morning. There's plenty of action. Um, uh, yeah, it's a good time. I enjoyed it. Excellent. I don't uh, know if that bored the crap out of everyone. But <laughs> I had fun. It's a hell of a way to wake up. up. It's a lot better standing up. Yes, I found that's that. That's a tip. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Because at Perth, I was sitting down, but yeah. when I was up and I was jumping around a bit, it was good. It's Just giving away a trade secret. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. Matt told me, he said, sometimes it's a bit easier if you're up. But yeah, he was talking. And standing up. To the racing stuff as well. A bit of a tricky weekend for you guys. Yeah, it's horrific. Um, <laughs> so we butted you up with the other chat first. Yeah, yeah. then just hit me between the eyes. No, it was, yeah, it was horrific, really. We, uh, it wasn't a race. We didn't have damage or something go wrong. And in qualifying, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, it was uh, one to forget for us. But, uh, you know, positive coming out of it. The car was quite quick at the start of that last race until with Humdinger, that little drama down at one. Mm. And then Macaulay, I got BJ'd. BJ'd. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's look, it's... Long way to go. Um, on the other side, Cam had a really positive weekend this time when he had my weekend in Perth and now I have his weekend here. So uh, hopefully we go to Darwin, we'll both have a clean weekend um, and, yeah, get some good results. So we've got a test day between now and then as well, which will be really good. Um, just talking about, you know, visually looking at how different all the cars are sort of set up and whatever. So it's sort of a good way to sort of roll into that and, and try some new things. Four weeks to Darwin, any plans from now? Uh, get home, see the kitties. Um, defrost. Defrost, thaw out, uh, mow the grass, do the hedge, all that normal stuff, <laughs> kids to school, yeah. pack lunches, 
Um, but yeah, nothing. Just that test we've got going on, and, and that's about it. But uh, beautiful. I'll yeah. be at Winston. I'll see you there. I'll see you guys there. Excellent. Thank you, mate. It's becoming a regular on the old pod. Thank you very much to uh, <laughs> the crew down at Sickford Airport see you, Grand Prix. <laughs> yep, Tom Randall having a uh, an okay up and down weekend, but uh, certainly showing some promise in his uh, Castrol Racing Mustang. Uh, just walking past some of the facilities on our way to Shell V Power Racing. It's one of the unusual setups here that you've got two teams at the end of pit lane, yes. then the pit complex building, and then the rest. Uh, but it is just one of those cool venues to come to. C- big crowd on the hill. There's actually AFL football happening here this weekend as well. So for Launceston, it's been a really busy weekend. A great turnout as well. I managed to have a look at the hill before for the start of the races, and people really getting into it. A lot of people wearing merch, which is what you love to see as well. But um, yeah, we end up here at uh, Shelby Power Racing Team, and very interesting weekend for them as well because the one lap pace, while it might have been a bit weak, their race pace I thought was quite impressive. Actually, like very much so. I think it was the Saturday race we saw them jumping up multiple spots from the back of the grid. And uh, if they can get the qualifying trim right, I, I get the feeling that they're, they're going to be heading in the right direction. I can see a few of the guys at the back here. We'll see if we can quickly find Anton. I haven't seen Anton all weekend. He's grabbing his suitcase, which means he's on his way to the airport. But I might quickly say good day. Uh, tough weekend, but still, we're just saying that a bit of race pace for these cars, and there's something to work with there as we head off to Darwin. Anton? Um, yeah, not, not an awesome weekend, but um, I think we ended on a slight high, probably... One of our better races of the year in the last one, um, only only for a ninth, which is um, obviously not what we come here for, but um, come from a fair way back and had a bit of speed, so it's always good. Um, we, were, we came into here looking to explore and try some new things we haven't tried before on, on my car, and we did that from the onset, lost the practice in the meantime, um, but um, yeah, learning some things, which is good. I feel like if we had a hard charger award, you would have been an absolute walk-up start. Do you have any idea how many cars you passed this weekend? It would have been a few. Uh, yeah. Both hands. Count on both hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toes. it would have been into the teens, yeah. I'm guessing. But, but, yeah, well, I think I passed 10 or 11 in the last race. So, um, yeah, it's that's awesome and it sounds good, but it just means you're qualifying too far back, right? So, um, yeah, there's... There's a balance between passing cars and starting at the front. I'd much rather start at the front. Um, but, yeah, our qualifying hasn't been awesome this year. We've had a couple that have been okay, but not repetable. So we're looking into that, um, and, and we'll work on it. Thank you, mate. Hypothetical, one last one. So let's say you get the one-lap pace. Bang on. You guys have enough to fight in the race, you think, from this point? Um, fight for the wins. Oh, it's a push, I think. I think um, if we started... You know, front two rows, we're probably finishing in the five if we have a clean race. Fighting for the lead, those guys are pretty quick. Um, they've still got an edge on, on us and most of the field. So, yeah, worry about that if we get there. But, um, yeah, we're, we're getting better, but so is everyone else as well. Go well and down. Yeah, cheers, guys. See you there, man. Thank you. And uh, another guy who graduated out of, uh, we're saying Formula Ford, the last time they ran here was 2013. Anton raced in that race with a, a young guy named Matt Campbell. He's racing the Nürburgring 24-hour this week. So uh, plenty of talent still very much in and around our world. Uh, we are last up on the tour for our cool-down lap. At the back of the Red Bull Ample Racing Team garages. Um, one thing about this team, probably worth noting, no Jamie Wink up here this weekend. He's actually at the Nürburgring 24-hour. Yes. No Jess Dane here this weekend. She's on... Uh, Australian Rally Championship duties. Obviously, Rollins uh, here and there when he shows up at the racetrack. And they were still able to go out there, win a race, repair a car, do all sorts of stuff. So clearly they can operate 
at an amazing level, even without the management around. Great synergy at this team. Always good vibes here as well. Some great sponsors and people here as well. But I think that the thing you and I saw earlier before that second race today is just how hard everyone was working on that sh on Shane's car. There's a lot of mm. damage to the car, more than you think. And uh, even Shane walking down the pit lane and talking to Garth about, you know, a lot of damage, not sure how it's going to go. They got it done. And, you know, he finished fourth. He was challenging yeah. for a podium. So that's testament to all the people at this team, but obviously the driver performance as well. Yeah, I mean, they played a little bit of a different strategy in that last race for Shane, bringing him in earlier than they normally would, which got him some clean air, which got him some track position, and then ultimately uh, just faded off a little bit with a little bit of tyre life. Can't see too many of the drivers around. I think Brock has headed for the airport. And the team... In terms of the pack-up Grand Prix, I've just about got it complete. Dutto's got literally got a boom on his shoulder right now, so I'm not <laughs> going to run in and throw a microphone under his nose either. So it probably brings to a close uh, our chic cool-down lap podcast. Remember, we want to hear from the fans as well, Paves, as to who they believe uh, should be the BP Ultimate top performer. I feel like the three guys that we saw on the podium uh, at the end of the weekend and the three guys that we saw in the press conference, it's probably going to be between those three. It's quite extraordinary that Brody Kostek can go two rounds without winning a race and still be, I wouldn't say a comfortable championship leader now. Will Brown has closed the gap, but he's there and about. So, you know, 23rd yesterday because of damage out of his hands, but quick today, good results. Obviously, Brock Feeney, that second race today, controlled, the first race, sorry, controlled mm -hmm. that today, but you've got to say Will Brown, two wins, very impressive and unflappable as well, you know. Yeah. Even fighting his own teammate, they're high-pressure situations. You've got to manage that on the run mentally as well as being in the car at you know, 260 down the back straight, so very impressive by Will. Absolutely. So let us know who you think on the BP Ultimate top performer of the weekend. Big thank you for listening to the shit cool-down lap. We've... Uh, We've been braving the cold weather here in Tasmania. A lot of the drivers and teams have already made a run for the airport because there is a Sunday flight out of here. And we are all looking forward to getting back on the plane and heading to beautiful Darwin. It's the next stop on our tour. There'll be some superbike racing, drag racing there as well. James, thank you very much. Let's go have a nice warm cup of tea. Let's get our shorts on, Chad. <laughs>